Hey girls, welcome to the Go Girl Podcast because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Each episode is about self-love, self-care, and self-discovery. Tune in for affirmations, motivation, girl talk, and girl power. Now let's get it started. Go girl. Hey girls, welcome back to another episode of the Go Girl podcast. I am super excited because yesterday, which is actually today, I'm recording this episode on Tuesday to release tomorrow because today marks four years since I've released the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. I thank you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of your support over these years. As I always say, Go Girl is still just in the beginning. There's so many things I want to do with my brand. This is my baby. And it's not even about me. It's about other women. It's about helping other women heal. Since then, I've done over 150 episodes of the Go Girl podcast. I've also become a life coach with more emphasis on relationship coaching. But I've been helping people out here with their careers and everything. So I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. So hit me up. Hit me up on social media at I am Ashley Caprice or follow everything about Go Girl at Go Girl Movement on Instagram and Facebook because I love talking to all of you. I'm really, really about building this community. And I I just have so much that I still want to do. There's so much still in store I'm going through some transitions in life right now. I want to get some things settled in my professional life before I do more uh, with Go Girl. I'm also trying to plan a wedding. (laughs) I should have a date really soon. I know people are excited about those details. Um, I'm kind of a private person, which is so weird because I want to help people with relationships. So I'm sharing a lot about past relationships and how to heal from that to attract a better relationship. And now that I'm in the better relationship, it's like, I don't know if I want to tell everybody like everything, but there are different things that we even do in our relationship where people are like, oh my God, you should share this information with people. So we'll see one day. But when it comes to wedding planning, I'm, you know, I'm just in the beginning stages. Like we're literally choosing a date this week. We're choosing a date for our wedding. So I'll keep you posted on that. I would love to invite you all, but uh, you know, this costs money. The plates cost money. So it is what it is. Close family and close friends (laughs) will be invited. So on today's episode, episode 151, I know, I know uh, I've talked about a lot with dating before, like your non-negotiables and how to stop playing mind games. And I still want to get into some deal breakers soon. But today, you know, I got to talk about the Go Girl Guidebook. And uh, if you haven't purchased your copy, please be sure to go to amazon.com and search for it. You can search Go Girl Guidebook or Ashley Caprice and it should pop up. Yeah, purchase your your book. That'll be lovely. And um, yeah, happy anniversary to all of us because this is about us, not me and not just you but all of us, okay? Whatever you learn from me that you find beneficial, I will hope that you share it with other women because we need to get it together, all right? We have to get it together. We need to show other women out here how you can love yourself more, how you can heal after heartbreak, how you can have another chapter and escape that toxic love and really embrace 
new healthy love. So in today's episode of the Go Girl podcast, since we are celebrating the Go Girl guidebook, I'm deciding to just take a chapter out of the book and just share some tips from it, okay? First, I want to go back to how this book was created. It was literally one night. Listen, I was really into that show Manifest. Have you ever watched it? Pretty much there's a freak accident that happens, a plane crash, and some people come back like five years later from that crash. And now they're getting all of these messages in their mind and these callings and manifest pretty much, right? Like if you follow these manifestations and being guided and led somewhere, it'll help you to either in a, in a TV show, it's like they're saving someone else or they're doing something that will be beneficial for their lives, et cetera, et cetera. So speaking of manifest, I was one night just chilling, watching manifest and something told me guidebook, guidebook, you know, my spirit just kept saying guidebook guidebook. I'm like, what the heck? What are you talking about guidebook? And I've talked about this in an episode before that sometimes you might feel like you want to do something or something you want to produce out there, but you might not be in a mood to do it, might not be really motivated. But once you start, then everything would kind of flow and come together. So that's what happened with the book. I didn't know what the heck my spirit was telling me to do. I just decided to open my laptop. And before you know it, within a few days, I had 10 chapters of a guidebook. So I'm so proud of myself. I'm proud of everyone who's purchased the book on Amazon and who's filled it out. And for the feedback, I thank you. I appreciate you. I want to do more guides, monthly guides or guidebooks, or, you know, I do want to write more. I want to do more blogging and all that. So you'll see that pretty soon. I'm excited. I'm excited. And I can't believe it's been four years. And even before I wrote the book, I had a photo shoot earlier that year, like February. And the photographer took some images and was like, oh, man, you look like an author right here. I said, who knows? One day I might write a book. Not thinking anything of it, right? Then there was a certain picture that looked really good. And I shared it on social media. Like, what should the title of my book be? Still not thinking I'm writing a book. I'm just putting it out there because the, the pictures look like an author shot. People would share their suggestions. Literally a couple of months later is when I was getting that word to write the guidebook. And so that's what I did. And here we are. The Go Girl Guidebook, A Woman's Interactive Guide to Self-Love is full of journal prompts for you to write in there and, you know, share your thoughts about different things. I'm really big into journaling. So to me, there aren't that many lines in the book for you to write because I can write for an hour, sometimes two hours, my hand would be cramped up because I'm just journaling about my life or my feelings and my thoughts and all that. But I know that's not easy for everyone. So each chapter has a few journal prompts and it has affirmations and it has different tips in there about self-love and space for you to write in it. So I'm going to read the chapters and then I'm just going to go through one chapter with you, okay, as a little bonus for today. I have an icebreaker in the beginning, like getting to know yourself, right? And some people are like, dang, they didn't even think about some of those questions. They were like so like basic questions that people should just know about themselves. And some people are like, man, I, I never even thought about this. So that's the first thing after the introduction. Then I have chapter one, a guide to self-love. Chapter two, a guide to self-care. Chapter three, a guide to a healthy mindset. Chapter four, a guide to living out your dreams. Chapter five, a guide to being self-motivated. 
Chapter six, a guide to dating. Chapter seven, a guide to healing after a heartbreak. Chapter eight, a guide to money management. Chapter nine, a guide to physical health. And chapter 10, a guide to spiritual health. I then go into final questions and a letter from the author, which would be your girl, Ashley Caprice. So again, 10 guides full of great information for you to help you become better and have a great self-love practice with yourself. So today I want to focus on chapter seven, a guide to healing after a heartbreak. Now we've all been there. You might've thought something was going to last forever. You might've thought something was just going to end differently and it just didn't. And your heart was broken, right? You didn't feel good. You didn't know how to process those emotions. So I have some tips in this chapter that will help guide you through it, but we'll go through a few questions in this chapter. So at the beginning, I have an affirmation and it says, I am resilient. Every chapter, again, has an affirmation on top. So this one is, I am resilient. And resilient pretty much means that you can bounce back from some tough situations. A heartbreak can be tough, right? So you're bouncing back and you're healing from it. There are so many memes and videos out there of women, I'll speak for women, who go through a heartbreak and afterwards they're working out, they're going to the gym, they're getting their degree or they're starting businesses or they're doing something like they're glowing up and it's because they've become resilient and they're bouncing back to them their true selves. And what I want is for everyone to be happy and healthy and whole as your true self as a single person, but also being that same way in a relationship. I've even had to adjust while in a relationship like, oh man, I still need to find time for me, for my girls, right? Just had a spa day with friends the other day. It was beautiful, felt good. I've gone to like happy hour and lunch with friends. I I'm still making sure that I'm journaling and that I'm meditating and that I'm going to the gym. Like I'm doing those things for me so that, yes, I could be resilient in my relationship with whatever we go through together and with that, whatever life hands to us, but also so that I'm not losing myself in a relationship. And I feel like that was a response from a lot of people that they lose themselves in a relationship. Like, how do you not lose yourself in a relationship? And how do you trust again and all of that? So that's, you have to heal. You have to heal that healing after the heartbreak or even healing in the relationship or just knowing what you want and who you are. Going back to the introduction, who am I? That icebreaker, knowing what it is that you need, whether you're in a relationship or out of it. Okay, so I am resilient. So I wrote a paragraph in the beginning of the chapter. It says, going through a breakup isn't easy. Your emotions go haywire. You miss your ex and sometimes you hate your ex. Both emotions may be valid, but it's time to get back on track and move on with your life. I know I was, that was kind of brutal, huh? <laughs> sometimes you might get the urge to go back to an ex, but life moves forwards, not backwards. Go, Ashley. We tend to give chance after chance. So when you know you're finally done with the relationship and have no desire to try again, then follow the steps below. Take it easy. Here are some ways to give your heart a break after heartbreak. Yo, I was flowing. I was flowing. I mean, goodness, that was good. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Again, you can buy the whole book on Amazon. But it was important for me to say that if you're done with this relationship and have no desire to try again, then follow the steps below. Because I know some people go back and forth for a while and they're not totally done. They tell themselves, I'm done. I'm done. But deep down, they're really hoping the relationship works and that maybe it's just a, a rough patch and they'll work it out and get back together. So that's why I said this is only for the people who are like 
I am done. Ain't no way that they're ever coming back to me. So the first step that I have is cry. Feel your feelings. People might tell you to just let it go and move on, which you should do, but give yourself some time. Some people, and I give this tip in another um, section of this chapter, some people want to immediately like date again or find someone else to be with so that they don't have to deal with those feelings, right? They just want to lay up under the next person and, and feel those good feelings from someone new all over again. However, I think to truly heal from heartbreak or from anything, you really have to feel these feelings. You have to cry it out. You have to let it out. Don't ball it in. That hurts a lot. It'll hurt you mentally. It'll hurt your body physically because when you're physically stressed, like it shows up in so many ways, right? You're not able to perform at work. You're not able to give your best self just in your life with your children or just for you, for getting through the day. So feel those feelings. Don't let it store up in your body. That causes diseases and you don't need that. Okay, self-love, self-care. You don't need that. So this was a journal prompt after I told you to cry. How are you really feeling? Angry, sad, hurt, relieved? Let it out. And I have space for you to write. Let it out. Like, how are you feeling? I'll be honest, with some breakups, I've been relieved. Like, whoo, glad I got away from that person. I'm glad I'm done. I'm good. I'm over this. He is over me, I hope, you know, and just I am out. And sometimes you might be hurt or feel betrayed, right? Because it could have been... I don't know, maybe some infidelity there. There could have been a situation where you thought it was going to work out and it didn't and you could really be hurt. So write that down too. However you're feeling, write it out and let it out. And then also write down what triggers these feelings. Is it a sad love song? Is it a memory? Because I think the main thing that's important to do when you're healing is to take care of yourself. So maybe it's not listening to all these sad love songs. Maybe it's listening to some empowering songs. Like, okay, I loved the song that really got me through is Doing Me by Fantasia. She said, I'm doing me this time around. I'm doing me like no time to frown. I'd rather be bad by myself. I'm doing me. I think those were the lyrics. I don't know. I'm not back checking right now. I'm I'm in a roll right now. But Pretty much she was getting back to her loving herself and doing what's best for her. And that's what's important. Like making sure you're not putting those triggers in front of you. Listening to all these sad, depressing love songs. Like even Neo said, so tired of love songs. Whatever that song is. So sick of love songs. Something like that. He was sick of it. And you got to be sick of it. Even Tony Braxton. Just another sad love song wrecking my brain like crazy i'm not a singer i'm a rapper i'm a writer anyway <laughs> so get out of that feeling like put on some songs that make you feel good again and feel like yourself again right maybe it's a memory are there pictures you know iphone iphone and facebook they are crazy they will share those memories on your phone you're like okay <laughs> maybe delete those pictures Maybe delete the pictures off Facebook, whatever. I mean, I delete. I delete all pictures of past exes. Anyway, I don't like because why? Some people might keep them. That's up to you. But is that memory triggering triggering any feelings and emotions that you wish to let go of? Figure that out. So in this chapter, I actually have 13 different journal prompts. 
or tips for you to heal after a heartbreak. So I just went through the first one. That was cry. I'm just going to go through three, okay? So I'm going to bounce to number three in the how to heal after a heartbreak chapter. And number three journal prompt is lessons. Every relationship is there to teach you something. So what did you learn about yourself in your relationship? What did you learn about love? Now, this gets tricky because some people, especially depending on where you are in your healing process, some people might think love hurts and is painful. Never want to do it again. 1010 would not recommend, right? But then there's a real part when you get to your healing journey where you'll find out like love is not supposed to hurt. It's not supposed to be painful. It is supposed to be joyous. So think on those things. Matter of fact, let me share an old Facebook post with you. I didn't even know I was going to do this, but there was a post that I wrote a year after the book drop, like almost a year. The book dropped September 19, 2019. And then a year later, I wrote on September 10th, 2020 on my Facebook, I wrote, I love love. This is the first year that I've been able to say that. It feels good. I had to learn what love is and what it is not to get to this point. And honestly, I had to learn to truly love myself, forgive myself, forgive others, accept myself, and trust myself. Many of us witness unhealthy relationships, so then we become scared of love or think love is pain. See, that's what I was just saying, right? I continue on a post. Not at all. Love is peace, joy, and happiness. I had to change my language too because love is absolutely beautiful. I'm totally preparing for my husband. He's so close, I can feel it. I've been doing all the work. I bought my first love journal this year and it's almost full already. I've been reading the books, listening to the podcast, reading the scriptures, praying, kind of dating. I mean, it was a pandemic. We couldn't do much, right? Kind of dating, listening to the love songs, learning lessons on top of lessons, healing, setting intentions, and writing in my manifestation journal. I love this version of who I am. Can you suggest anything else I should do to prepare? I put in parentheses, therapy is on a list, which I'm happy to say that I did go to therapy for a year now. I continued on a post. (laughs) Things are really falling into place in my life, and I think the man is right around the corner. I can't wait. Okay, back to journaling. Just thought I'd share some thoughts, especially for anyone who has doubts when it comes to love. Just love yourself more, and you will notice all of the love already surrounding you. So, so, so true. I was experiencing so much love love and joy around that time, which was actually a tough time, too, because it was during a pandemic. But it made me really sit still and really think about what I want and seeing the joy around me. Like I was so grateful for the sunshine that we had on some days. I was grateful. I think that's when I started building a relationship with butterflies during that time and embracing the butterfly story and transformation. So every time I saw a butterfly, I felt like, yeah, God is saying hi to me. Like I was really enjoying all the love around me when people were doing for others because we were all in this pandemic together. I loved it and I just love seeing the different acts of kindness that we were doing for each other. Ironically enough, after that post on Facebook, I met my fiance six months later. All goes to show you that I was always preparing for my love. I was not just ready when he showed up. I was preparing for my love. I was preparing for a healthy relationship and I had to change my language around love. 
right? So in number three in the Go Girl Guidebook, in the lessons, what did you learn about love? At that time, I probably learned like, man, sometimes love can be painful. But then as I continue to heal, I realized love is beautiful. That true love is beautiful. And that true love started with myself first. The other part of the prompt where I asked, what did you learn about yourself in your relationship? At the time, I realized, ugh, I was a people pleaser. I had no boundaries. And that's why so many of my episodes focus on boundaries. I still want to talk to an expert about people pleaser. But I, I had no idea what that word even meant before that relationship. And, and when I exited, the relationship I'm talking about is with a, a narcissistic ex. And I had no idea what boundaries were. I felt so uncomfortable with so many times. I felt so anxious so many times in the relationship. And it's because my my boundaries were being stepped all over. I didn't, I didn't know what my boundaries were at the time, right? I didn't know how to speak up at the time, right? So what I learned is that I needed to learn how to set boundaries. What did I do? I started buying the books. I bought the set boundaries, learn peace book. I, I started following different people on social media, which Amy Fiedler has been on my podcast a couple of times where we've talked about boundaries and how to set boundaries, how to set healthy boundaries in relationships with your friends, your family, your partner. You go back and listen to those episodes. I'm all about boundaries now. Woo! <laughs> but I, I didn't know about that before the relationship. So, you know, heartbreaks could be hurtful. However, it could be some of your biggest lessons that you'll ever learn. And lastly, I'll go to number nine in the Go Girl Guidebook where I am talking about how to heal after heartbreak. Number nine journal prompt says, take a moment to say, I forgive myself. You might be mad at yourself for staying so long or for not recognizing all of the signs that were right in front of you. And it's okay. So write a letter forgiving yourself. That was probably the hardest part that I have ever had to do in my healing journey was forgiving myself. I remember writing a letter forgiving the person who hurt me, right? Never gave it to him, of course, but I just wrote it out just to get my anger and feelings out, but also being empathetic and understanding where their anger probably came from. But it was harder to forgive myself because I'm like, that that person, you know, whatever, they're going with their lives. But for me, for me to forgive myself for staying so long or for not knowing red flags, not, but that wasn't my fault. I, I just didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the experience at the time. So I had to learn to give myself so much compassion and grace over these past few years for recognizing the things I didn't know and that I've learned now or things that I'm still learning and giving myself that grace and being like, it's okay. And I forgive myself for the times I didn't stand up for myself or the times that I should have voice my opinion about something or the times I should have set boundaries or the time I should have just left after I was called out of my name the very first time, right? Like so many parts of that relationship where I felt like, damn, I was mad at myself. I was so mad and angry with myself. But now it's like, okay, I forgive myself. I didn't know. I didn't know. I was I was younger. Now I'm older, wiser. That's why they say you, you, the wisdom comes as you get older because, yeah, you go through life experiences and it helps shape you into who you are. I'm. It's kind of weird to say I'm grateful for that experience when people say that. It's like, I don't, I, I could have done without it. <laughs> but it's like, because of that, I've learned how to set boundaries. I've learned it's okay to speak up 
and have a voice in your relationships. I've learned that I am enough. I've learned that I don't have to prove myself for love, right? I've learned so much and I've forgiven myself for all that I went through in that relationship and all the thoughts and feelings I had. Like I forgive myself. I forgive myself. And I want you to say that to yourself too. I forgive myself. If you're at that point, I don't want to force you, but that's why this book is also so great because it's so reflective, right? We're just reflecting on everything that happened in the relationship and not so much just about the other person. Like we're responsible for ourselves. We only can control ourselves, right? So because of that, we have to be present and accountable and realize, okay, what did I lack? And the reason why I attracted this relationship, what did I need to learn? What what were the lessons there? I always say things are a lesson. It's a lesson or a blessing. What is it? And there's a blessing when you learn a lesson, right? You'll get that blessing out of life. And I want to encourage you that it will get better. It will get better. Surround yourself with people who really believe in you and inspire you because I'll say it gets better in in your self-love journey and it doesn't even have to really do much with being in another relationship with, with a partner, right? Like I'm happy in mine. However, you might be single and that's okay too. Like you ain't dealing with the BS from previous relationships because you know your worth and you've healed and you have that self-love where you're like, I'm not going to tolerate it just to say I have someone, right? So props to you. Give yourself props, okay? Because the self-love journey, it starts with self. It's not just a love journey. I'm not talking about just being in love with someone else. I'm talking about self. And that's what the Go Girl Guidebook is all about. A woman's interactive guide to self-love. Ah, it's my baby. I'm so proud of her. So proud of her. So proud of myself. (laughs) Changing lives out here. One person, one book at a time. And there's still so much more to do. If you have any ideas, I'm so open to listen I'm in this new space in my life where things are just going to take off. I can feel it. And I'm preparing myself just like I was preparing for my love in that post. I didn't know I would meet my fiance six months later after that Facebook post where I was just so ready and prepared. I'm so ready and prepared for different things in my career professional journey. And I'm taking you along along with me. Like, again, not about me. It's about you. I want to do more. I want to do more with Go Girl. It's go time, right? It's go time, but it starts with me. I'm preparing in the back end so I can help you. So keep healing, girls. Know that you are resilient. You are powerful. You are brave. You are courageous. You are everything. You are enough. You're worthy. You have all that you need within you to live a beautiful, abundant life. I see that for you. I feel that for you. I feel that for us. Yes, yes, yes. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. I'm so happy for you and congratulations right now. I don't know what it is. I feel like something's happening with the girlies. Congratulations in advance. You heard it from me first. I'm proud of you. If no one's told you lately, I'm proud of you. I care about you. I love you. And I just want the best for you. I want the best for you. And I want you to be the best version of yourself. Okay. So on that note, again, follow me on Instagram, social media at I am Ashley Caprice at Go Girl Movement. And of course, I would love your support. 
if you go ahead to Amazon and purchase the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love. It'll also be in the show notes on the podcast or on a blog at gogirlmovement.org where you can also sign up for some relationship coaching with me. The prices are going to go up soon. So get in while you can right now. All right. All right, girls. Well, I love you. And um, thank you again for going with me on this journey. And let's keep doing it. Talk to you next time. Go, girl. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Go Girl podcast. Please subscribe, rate and leave a review. And be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Connect with me on social media at Go Girl Movement or subscribe to the blog at www.gogirlmovement.org. By the way, have you purchased your copy of the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love? Ten chapters full of ways to love yourself better. It's available right now on Amazon. Thank you for your support. I love you and I'll talk to you next time. Go girl.